75 hard daily because if you think lifting is dangerous, try being weak. Being weak is dangerous. Brett Contreras. What up, day 64 of the 75 hard daily podcast? I forgot the number there for a second, oddly enough. I am Johnny. I'm I'm tracking my journey going through 75 hard, sharing new episodes each and every day, recapping my day, telling you how it went, giving you a little bit of insight into my mindset, what's working, what's not working. Some days you hear me whine. Some days you hear me go deep. Like the day I was like super grateful for just everything and being able to do this challenge here right now in my life. Ah, crap. Not a challenge. Being able to do 75 hard right now at this point in my life. Some days you just get quick recaps of my day and other days I'll drop a 20 minute episode just expanding on all of the 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 cool things I got to participate in. Today is no different. Well, it's not going to be 20 minutes, I can tell you that much. But I did eat healthy with no cheat meals and no alcohol. I drank 1 gallon of water. I had two 45 minute workouts, one of which was outside. I read 10 pages in a nonfiction book. In fact, I think I read 14 pages and I took a progress pick and now I have recorded this podcast episode. It's in the feed. It's live or it is by the time you are hearing this. Uh, it currently isn't for me because I'm still recording it. But uh, today was a very good day. I felt I got started on everything way earlier. And so I got done with everything way earlier. I still gave myself that 30 or not 30, that three hour window. And that worked out really well. And so what I did was I had finished up some stuff for work and I packed my gym bag and I said, you know what? I'm going to go and run on the dirt trail right next to the gym. And if that's not available, then I'll hit the gym and then I'll come back and I'll walk, walk the, the, um, well, the dirt trail that's next to the, the riverbed. So I did get there, and that dirt track was empty, and that made my day. Actually, there were, uh, across the six six fields, there was probably about, I know there's two there, there's three over there, two there. So is that five, seven, eight, nine? There's probably about 12 people 12, 12 to 14 people, something like that, spread across all of the fields. And, and I mean, they're, they're good-sized fields, guys. There's baseball diamonds and then a soccer field. And this track goes all the way around. And this track is, what is it? It's a, um, it's a half mile for one lap around. And so I got onto the track and... I started I started jogging and then I finished the full lap and then I walked about a quarter of a mile and then I jogged again for that half mile. I did that off and on and that got me to two and a half miles in the bank for uh, my my jog today for the 45 minutes. Not the best. My knee was kind of like, dude, why are you doing this? But what I did notice, so I woke up this morning, my knee was hurting a little bit and just walking around was kind of giving me trouble. But once I started jogging, it was like I was stretching it out and I kind of worked the kinks out 
Um, I wasn't putting too much impact on it or I was trying not to anyway. I mean, I'm still, you know, running, jogging. So impact is going up your leg no matter what. I was trying to minimize like the direct impact onto my knee. So the further I went, the less my knee was hurting. And so by the time I was done, it didn't hurt nearly as much as it did earlier this morning. So that was a big plus. And then I left there, went to the gym, actually went to my car for about 15 minutes and I blasted the AC because it was, um, I think it was 89 degrees outside while I was, I was jogging on the track and it was directly in the sunlight. There's only this one little tiny corner where there's some trees next to it. And so for, for a brief, brief moment, you get to run through the shade and there was a nice breeze right at that moment. It felt really good. But other than that, I would say, oh, geez, um, I don't know, four-fifths of it. It's a weird kind of number to go with, Johnny, but we'll go with it. Four-fifths of it is in the sunlight, direct sunlight, and it wasn't overcast today. So the whole time I had the sun just beating down on me, but I saw it as a chance to get some extra sweating in and maybe to burn off a couple extra calories. And then um, I went and sat in the car for about 15 minutes with the AC blasting and just catching my breath, drinking some water. And then I went into the gym and I hopped on that stationary bike. Nature didn't call this time. And I was able to clock in 11 miles, 11 miles. Actually, when I crossed the 45 minute mark, I was at uh, 10 mi- 10.8 miles. And I was like, no, no, no. It was 10.78 miles. And I said, screw it. I'm just going to go all the way to 11. And so I got that in that last minute, I got that little bit in and I was able to get to 11 miles at like 46 minutes and, and nine seconds or something like that. So I'm very happy with that. Um, lots of progress there. And then I came home, I had some more water and I read Think and Grow Rich which had this excellent passage in it that I know I'm just, I'm going to share it with you guys. You may, I I don't know if this is going to happen or not, but you may get a little excerpt from thinking grow rich with every time, um, every time I'm recapping the 10 pages, I'm not promising that I'm also not saying it's not going to happen. I'm just sharing with you something awesome that I read. So This is in the second chapter called Desire, and the whole uh, premise behind what I'm reading is that it's not enough to just kind of think about something happening in your life. Like, I have goals for Johnny Boy Studios. I have goals for uh, doing 75 Hard, and it's not enough to just think about the, the, the goal that you have. You have to desire it. You have to want it. And it has to be something that's so ingrained. It's all you think about. It's all encompassing. And it's what drives you to do what you want to do. And so there was this part in here. It was kind of like the buildup to it is talking about how people, people throughout history had desired something they had thought of something and then they desired it to happen and because they had the desire they went after it and along the way they faced what other people would call failures or setbacks 
but it didn't stop them from pursuing their desire. And so there's this little part in here that I'm going to read to you now. It goes like this. You have been disappointed. You have undergone defeat during the depression. Also, this book was written during the depression. So we could change that out with maybe 2020, you know, with the, um, the whole nothing happening except everything happening for, for a couple of months. So maybe just think of it like that. You have been disappointed. You have undergone defeat during the depression or 2020. You have felt the, uh, you have felt the great heart within you crushed until it bled. Take courage for these experiences have tempered the spiritual metal of which you are made. They are assets of incomparable value. Remember too, that all who succeed in life get off to a bad start and pass through many heartbreaking struggles before they arrive. Arrive is in uh, quotes. The turning point in the lives of those who succeed usually comes at the moment of some crisis through which they are introduced to their other selves. I forget where he gets it from, but Dave Ramsey says people change their life when they say I've had it, when they've had their I've had it moment. That's when you get a hold of your finances because you get sick and tired of being broke all the time. That's when you start running and watching what you eat and being healthy and exercising because the doctor says you are, um, you know, one cheeseburger away from a heart attack or because you can't play with your kids the way you used to, or you get winded when you bend over to touch your shoes or going up a flight of stairs, just kind of kicks your butt. When you have your, I've had it moment, or you change jobs because that, that boss is just, just that one thing that tips you over the scales and you're just done. You leave a relationship when you when you see there's no chance it's going to progress into anything better. So when you've had your I've had it moment, that's when you change. And what Napoleon Hill is saying here in Think and Grow Rich is that people hit these points of, of uh, what did he call it? It wasn't chaos. Uh, crisis. The turning point in the lives of those who succeed usually comes at the moment of some crisis through which they are introduced to their other selves. So I I get what he's saying, and I know this is going to build onto something later. Also, this book was written in, what, like the, the 40s, I think, 1940s. Um, I know it was published in the, uh, no, no, it was, it was published in 37. So let's just say it was, written in the thirties. We'll go with that. But the the point I'm, I'm making here is that it's easy to get discouraged when you're going through something in life. And it's easy to get discouraged just in general in life. I mean, there there's things in life that are just hard without having to deal with a-holes and people who are difficult and with a bad attitude. Don't be discouraged. Just just know if you're going through something, you're going through something. 
and eventually you'll come out on the other side. And if you follow some of the principles that I know are going to be outlined in Think and Grow Rich, you will not only come out, you will not only come through something, you'll come out better and towards that thing that you desire. So I'm excited for this book. I am happy with how the day went. I am, again, bittersweet about coming up on the end of 75 hard. But until then, I'm going to keep going. I think that's going to be the, the, the extra title for this episode. Day 64, keep going. I hope you have enjoyed this podcast, guys, guys and girls, guys and gals. Um, 64 days. I kind of wish I had started with thinking grow rich. I, I don't know, but I think I had to go through a lot of the things that got me to where I am now. And there's not much I would change. Not much I would change. Um, there's a couple of things. I, I've talked about it in previous episodes. I would crank down on the diet. I would be more organized with um, just making sure I'm getting these things scheduled into my day and not just looking up and saying, hey, all right, three hours, let's go. I would definitely spread the water out more throughout the day. There's a, there's a couple of little things that I would change here and there, but overall, super happy with where I am. And I'm so excited to dive deeper into thinking real rich and to see some of the insights that are there. This is something I think is going to be multiple podcast episodes over on my podcast, Johnny's Library. So uh, check that one out if if you are liking um, you know the, the last four minutes or so of this podcast. If you like that kind of content, that's going to be over on Johnny's Library as I go further through Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. That's it for this episode. I promise you it wasn't going to be long, and we are already over 14 minutes, so I'm going to end it here. Thank you so much for tuning in. You know what? I haven't asked for it in a minute, so I'll do it right here really quick. If you are enjoying 75 Hard Daily, then please consider leaving a rating or a review in Apple Podcasts is the one that really helps a lot, but whatever podcast app that whatever app you were listening to this podcast in, by all means leave a rating or a review there. I would greatly appreciate it. And the other thing that you can do is uh share it with someone that you think could get a little bit of benefit from listening to 75 Hard Daily. All right, that's it for this episode. Thanks for tuning in. 64 days in the books, 11 more to go. I am your host, Johnny. We'll be back tomorrow with a fresh episode. Until then, peace out.